0: bring it back
1: welcome back everybody to y'all know it already never dies and that's right everyone because cobra kai never dies around here And it is Season 2, Episode 5 of Cobra Kai Tonight, and I'm your host, Karate Kip, and y'all know who it is, I got Cobra Cole in the house.
0: What's up, welcome back.
1: What's up, and we are ready to talk about some Cobra Kai, and how are you doing tonight, Cole, or should I say, (laughs) daddy-o?
0: I'm doing alright, how about yourself?
1: I'm doing great. I'm trying to, still trying to bring back Daddy-O. <laughs> I
0: don't think it's going to work. I don't know. I don't think it's going to work.
1: <laughs> so hello, listeners. Hello, fellow Cobras. And yes, we are back. And I am super excited to talk to you guys about this episode as always. Man, this is a really complex episode. It has a lot going on, and I do have my Cobra Kai shirt on. No. And I'm ready to do this, Cole. I have two cups of coffee. And are you ready, Cole?
0: I think I am ready.
1: Man, so how you been doing lately?
0: Not bad. Not bad. Just living life.
1: Man, that is right. And what a great episode it was to watch today. And if you got nothing going on, I think it's time to do some of that Cobra business. So, here's something we were talking about last episode. We were trying to find uh, a little nickname for Tori, if you remember. And I started thinking, and I was thinking maybe Terrible (laughs) Tori?
0: Terrible Tori? That kind of works, I guess.
1: Have you been thinking about that lately?
0: I think uh, uh, Totally Badass Tori.
1: Or Tori the Terrible. (laughs) Yeah, so that's just something we were thinking about. That's probably the best we can do. Too cool, Tori. Is she terrible? Too cool for school?
0: I think she's cool. I like Tori.
1: And she's going to have some stuff going on tonight. And do you have any Cobra business, Cole? I don't think I do. Man, that's fantastic because that allows us to move straight on. Wait, hold up. Let's back up. That is the end of Cobra business. <laughs> so, yeah, that brings us to, y'all know what it is. It's the recap, cap, 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 cap. So, y'all, the recap of last episode was a crazy one, y'all. It was the moment of truth, y'all remember. And, yes, Creese had injured Dimitri, which put more of a strain on Hawk and Dimitri's friendship When Hawk wouldn't take Dimitri's side Daniel fixed up the banana boat And he took Sam and Robbie to that country club So he could try to sell Miyagi-Do to the parents there In order to get some more students And at that time Raymond and Tori Joined the Cobra Kai Dojo And Tori and Aisha became friends When Aisha asked Tori to go with her to that country club Everybody was going there Miguel was hearing inconsistencies in Crease's backstory, which made him go to Johnny about it, if you guys remember. And then Johnny started questioning Creese too. And he followed him back to his hotel, where he discovered that Creese was homeless, kind of. A greasy Crease. Yeah, we had that moment of truth conversation, and it was greasy, but it was sad, too. It was a big moment of truth revelation, Johnny accepted Crease back as long as crease followed Johnny now. And we had the beginning of the Tori and Sam rivalry. It was a big deal. and It happened at the country club when Tori pushed Sam into the dessert table.
0: Oh, yeah, right into some cake, I think it was.
1: And that was after Sam accused Tori of stealing her mom's wallet. And we broke all that down, like word for word, because it was a big deal. And then when Cobra Kai stole the show from Daniel's sales pitch once again at the country club, he was walking the beach and he had that conversation with the Miyagi like fishermen. And he decided to let the oh, students. Yeah. yeah. He decided to let the students that needed Miyagi do to just come to them. And that made him not use the footage that Robbie got while him and Daniel fought Trey Cruz and big red under the boardwalk. And then Dimitri came to Miyagi Do to ask for karate lessons, which really brought the episode like full circle. And then at the end, Johnny started to allow Kreese to teach the Cobra Kai classes, and that is where we left it. There was so much that happened in that episode, there was so much, but that was last week's episode, you guys, and tonight is this episode, and it is titled, All In, and Cole why do you think they entitled this episode all in? Hmm.
0: I think, uh, it means to basically give something your all, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to go for something, go all the way, go all in.
1: Yes. But why do you think they titled this episode? Exactly that, you know, because of what happens and stuff, you know what I'm saying?
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it, but, uh,
1: Oh, you don't want to it's, spoil you know, it's, it.
0: It's some, Cobra, it's some Cobra Kai teachings. You know, Johnny and it's a Johnny teaching.
1: Yes, okay. I see what you're saying. You don't yeah. want to spoil it. That's fantastic. Yeah, so let's leave it there then, because I think you're right. And that brings us, you guys, to the opening scene. And it was a flashback. And we were at Eli's before he became Hawk. His mom was talking to the principal about Eli getting bullied at school, if you remember. Yeah. And she was also making some cookies for him, I noticed. <laughs> she was being a good mom, trying to be a good mom. Because Eli was in tears, you know. He was saying he won't get a girlfriend, you know. He won't be anything more than a kid with a weird lip. And it seemed like, was this before the announcement in, like, season one?
0: Yeah, so Yeah, this is, like, right before that announcement they did. Like they The whole assembly they did about bullying, pretty much.
1: hmm So maybe he did hear Yaz making fun of him because he was wearing the same sweater. I know
0: His mom said he called him shitlip.
1: I know, man. It's not right at all. And he yeah, it was so bad that he went into his room and he laid down. And we got like an aerial shot of Eli. And the camera like panned down uh, into the back of his sweater. And then it zoomed out. And it was just like the beginning of episode one with Johnny. Remember when it zoomed yeah. in? Yeah. So it was a big change, and he came back, and we heard that hawk screech. <laughs> yes. And we got a jump cut to hawk with a red mohawk now. And he was getting his back tattoo with a hawk. And the hawk had a red mohawk too. <laughs> so funny. He,
0: he changed the... the... The tattoo's hair color when his hair color changes, I guess.
1: Yeah, it was so awesome. (laughs) It's going to be expensive after a while. Hey, they all look like rich kids, some of them. Fair enough. (laughs) And uh, he got out of the chair, and his girlfriend, Moon, you know, things have changed for him. And she asked if he got that small chest tattoo of a moon with her name, Moon, in the middle of it for her. Wow. It's a little on the nose. So yeah, so she asked if he got that for her, and he answered, maybe. And they kissed, and he told his two friends to grab his stuff, and they left as his theme played. It's been like a big change.
0: Yeah, he's got like some, uh, some, some pledges now, it seems like, I guess. you know? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah they're falling t- around. It like a frat thing going on almost.
1: Some toadies. But things have really changed for him. He said, you know, he all the stuff that he wasn't going to get, he now has. So that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. But, you know, he turned into a bully
1: himself, though. At what cost. Yeah. Exactly. And we're going to get into that. We're going to totally get into that. So it's kind of crazy, you guys. I don't really talk about this side of the show very much, but back in the day while this was being filmed and kind of still, I don't follow it 100%, but the actors that played Miguel and Moon were dating. Okay. For a while. Pretty crazy. And then the actors that played Hawk and Tori were dating for a while. And then I think they might be back together. So it's just kind of crazy that they were kind of dating behind the scenes it's uh it is we don't talk about that side of things very much but yeah that really shows how far eli has come come a long way and as they were walking out y'all we got the cobra kai title screen in blue this time and it's always a good episode when it's in blue right cole
0: how many colors are there at this point (laughs) we have yellow and red and now blue
1: yes we have blue now it's so cool so yes what did you think about that opening scene
0: oh man it's uh it shows the rise of hawk you know uh he's come a long way since the first season that's for sure not the same kid at all anymore
1: totally changed and yeah you're right at what cost though because yeah he was kind of mistreating ass and (laughs) douchebag. Their names, right? What do you call them, the asshole twins? Yeah, right? Yeah. So, yeah, you guys. Moving on, we are at the next scene. And we are at the Miyagi-Do Dojo. And Daniel had put Dimitri to work painting the fence. But he was, like, doing the calculations in his head, saying it's, like, 1,200 square feet. Like, a lot. (laughs) and uh daniel responded uh times two you forgot about the other side <laughs> <laughs> that's like you know daniel and miyagi you know both sides yeah both of course of course you know that and dimitri was seeing right through all this stuff he was saying you know he gets it it's all about muscle memory but he was like hey can we just skip it <laughs> daniel was like no it doesn't work like that it's <laughs> pretty funny so, th- but then we got a Daniel training Dimitri montage. And it was with the original soundtrack song, yeah. Training Hard by Bill Conti. It was the same one that was playing. but this We're time it's like chores yeah but he was messing them all up this time so funny we love the montages in this show so here's the breakdown while practicing the fight moves together dimitri stopped and said you know i'm not the most flexible because of i have dis- disproportionate limbs and he was like flapping his arms <laughs> did you see that yeah so funny and then when Dimitri, he was, he was showing Dimitri how to paint the house side to side, you know, Dimitri stopped and he was like, can I use a roller? So funny. And then when showing him how to sand the floor using left to, left circle, right circle, Dimitri got a splinter, of course. Classic. <laughs> and then when doing the meditation kata, Dimitri stopped and he was like, how much longer? My arms are tired. <laughs> I gotta use the restroom. It's so funny. So even though Dimitri is in Miyagi Do, Daniel's still having a tough time reaching it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Dimitri's just like the most difficult kid. Uh pretty much. He's
1: just such a nerd. It's hilarious. It is oh. funny. He's having a he's he's having a tough time getting to him though, and we're gonna see how he progresses. Because in the next scene, we are at the Cobra Kai Dojo. Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai. Kai. And Johnny and Crease were practicing grappling and they were giving the kids a lesson. Crease was back in full gear with the sleeveless gi. So he's like back in full regalia now, full full mode of Crease. And he had Johnny in a headlock and it was kind of mirroring the second movie. Yeah. And so did you notice the point of the lesson? It was, he was saying, you know, if you're faced with two difficult choices, you damn the consequences and you power forward. He said, you may get hurt, but nobody wins by doing nothing. You make a choice, you make a move, you go all in. And that's what this episode is all about.
0: There it is. I forgot, it's a Crease teaching, not a Johnny teaching, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's kind of them doing it together. And, yeah, Miguel, if you noticed, so he was, like, nodding his head big time. He, he was really getting something out of the lesson. And, yeah, what do you think about that lesson, Cole? Do you believe in all that?
0: I do, actually. Uh, if, you're, if, you're, if you're stuck in a, in a rough situation, I mean, what are you going to do? Are you just going to let yourself uh, get beat? you got to power forward, and like you said, try to get – I mean, you might get hurt, but you got to get out of it somehow. Get, take the, get the advantage.
1: Yes, it's definitely easier said than done, but it is a good lesson. Like, especially for somebody like Miguel, he's kind of stuck, you know, with the Sam situation, and now that's going to convince him to try to go all in, stuff like that. And yeah, if you're stuck in a bad situation, tough to get out of it, but if you stay there, nothing's going to change. After class, y'all. Johnny and Crease, they were in the office. They were opening some course originals and they were going over the lesson. Of course. Johnny was saying he thought that the, that the students got a lot out of the lesson. But then Crease pointed out to Johnny, this is a huge deal. He said the most important student wasn't there. <sighs> he was, he's, over there he's over there at Miyagi, though. And who's he talking about? Of course.
0: Robbie, of course. Mm hmm. Greasy Crease. You know what he's doing.
1: You know what he's doing, but it's interesting. Why does it take somebody else to tell Johnny to try to be involved with his son? You know, it's a lot of people have to tell him.
0: He's, I think he's, he's embarrassed about it at this point, I think. You know, he's, he's, he doesn't, he doesn't know what to do about it, and he's embarrassed by it.
1: But that's exactly – Crease is turning the lesson around on Johnny, and it's. I think it's going to work. But before that, Johnny kind of responds. He says – we already went through that. Robbie wants nothing to do with me, but I didn't know if that was true or not because I think the last time they interacted, he said like, I, "It's tough for me to forgive you, but you know, right now, and like, I'll get there." So I think Johnny needs to to make it make, make a move here.
0: It's like they keep they both keep trying, but things just end up being know, like it's misff- misfortunate. Things happen. To cause things to go wrong again for each of them, it's like wrong, wrong time, bad timing every time. It seems like you know.
1: Mm-hmm. So they're stuck, and I have in my notes: is it is it really the child's? Is it sh- like should it be the child's move or should it really be the parents' move to be there regardless of what they want? I think he needs to be there regardless, even though Robbie wants nothing to do with him. I think he still needs to be there for him.
0: definitely. He's, he should be the parents' move for sure.
1: And that is exactly what Kreese is saying. So Team Daniel, y'all. Team Daniel, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Johnny said he's tried, but Kreese got him. You know, he said, you know, you just teach these lessons. You don't take them to heart. And he said, go all in. And we kind of heard, I think Johnny and Robbie kind of have a theme. is really great again you guys and yeah what did you think about that scene Cole mm.
0: you know Crease is, is kind of right but you know of course I always feel like Creese is trying to manipulate Johnny if you're, you know, any way you can it seems like but uh, in this case even though he, that may be what's going on Creese is, uh, is correct that Johnny does need to uh, make a, a, more of an effort to reach out to his son and uh, maybe it's too little too late, but he does need to, like, as Chris said, go all in on it. Uh, give, uh, give Robbie his all.
1: I totally agree with you, Cole, 100%. And, yes, that allows us to move on to this next scene. We are at Applebee's, Cole. That's the Cobra Kai hangout, I guess. It's the Cobra Kai hangout spot, and we still <laughs> got to know what happened, y'all. Don't, we, I haven't forgotten, y'all. I haven't forgotten. So, yes, Moon was there with the Cobra Kai kids, and she was on her phone, and like, she, like, she was looking at Yaz saying that, you know, oh, she has the same bikini as her. Then Aisha said, oh, yeah, tell her she can stay in France. So that kind of explains where Yaz is yeah. at for this season. She's out of, this, she's she's out of this one. That explains that. And Tori is also there now. And she noticed Miguel was sitting apart from the group and he was on his laptop. And she threw a piece of ice at him and he was like, come on, right? But she said it slipped out of her hand. And is this kind of like the milk dud approach?
0: Oh, yeah. She's flirting with him a little bit.
1: Totally doing the milk dud approach from Dutch. <laughs> she asked what he was doing and he said I'm going all in and it looked like he was making a powerpoint presentation about him and Sam and yeah that is cringe in a way Ooh, it's, all, it's yeah, also it sweet it's also sweet though you guys yeah. and we've all been young and we've all been in love and love makes fools of us all y'all every you know sometimes you make a powerpoint try to win somebody back Oh, man, so Hawk was there, too, and he went over to where Assface and Douchebag were sitting, and I, I got to say, <laughs> should we keep calling them that, should we be nice to them and give them their names back? I mean, they have names. Okay, so let's call them Chris and Mitch, you guys. So, you have Chris and Mitch were there, and they were sitting, and he took his last mozzarella stick, saying you have to pay the VIG pledge, and do you know what a, a VIG is, Cole?
0: Yeah, it's like a kickback. You know, like, it's like mafia thing. It's like a kickback. for like on a bed or something, you know?
1: Yeah. I had to look it up. It said it's the interest paid to a moneylender, gambling sports bookie. Just to let y'all know what that is. And so, yeah, Hawk is still bullying them and so he's still hazing them, but it's like he's overdoing it, I think. Right. He's still doing oh, it. Oh yeah. It just shows that he's, he has what he wants, but he's too much of a bully. And while he was doing it, though, he noticed that Mitch was worried about something on his phone. And he showed it to him, and it was somebody's Yelp review, Cole. It was giving a one-star review to Cobra Kai, saying it's very unprofessional sensei. He doesn't respect personal boundaries, and the facility was in need of a major facelift. Oof. But Hawk went to go see who wrote it, and it was Dimitri. So then, Hawk got mad, of course. But is Dimitri right in some ways?
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, he gets he got hit by Crease, you know, or something happened there. It didn't show it.
1: Yeah, I think he has a right to say something too. It's his review, and yeah. So, do you have anything else to say about the Applebee's scene, Cole?
0: Uh, no. I think I mean, like you're right. Hawk is definitely showing how he's a. Uh, He's you know, he's you can tell he still lacks self confidence just because of the way he's acting towards you know, he's still being a huge bully. He's becoming what he hated. Uh then yeah, meanwhile you got uh Tori kinda of flirting with Miguel there. I like Miguel's cheesy little video, even though it was pretty cringe. I think Sam I think Sam would have actually liked it. But um No, I think that's about it.
1: Yeah, because it's going to cut back to... We're going to come back to there. This episode kind of cuts to a lot of different scenes over and over and over. So, yeah, we're going to come back to the Applebee's, you guys. But for now, we cut to the Miyagi-Do Dojo. And the outside shot, it showed all the cars there, including the black Cadillac, dude. And Mr. Miyagi's truck was there. They were all there. So cool. Cool. Out back, Robbie and Sam, they were practicing the wheel technique still. Robbie was saying that, you know, they could use it to win a dance battle. <laughs> I like that. Sam almost fell over, but Robbie caught her. And then Robbie had his shirt off while he was doing that. And are they flirting, Cole? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Dimitri ruined the moment though. He was saying, "Are we doing shirts versus skins?" Oh and my then, gosh. yeah, he started messing it up. Proceeding to like, he put his foot in his mouth over and over.
0: He tells Sam, he's, well." He says, "If it's shirts versus skins, I'd, re- I'd rather be shirts." And he looks at Sam and goes, "But it doesn't mean you have to be skins unless you want to be." <laughs> you
1: know? I'm, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm,
0: I support, I'm. I'm supportive of that. Of, yeah, you um, kept, kept
1: Going. Yeah, kept, that happens sometimes. And you say the wrong thing and try to <laughs> try to say the right. Daniel was there too, you guys, and he called Dimitri over for practice, but when he came over, Dimitri had a note from his mom. My gosh. <laughs> so after, like, trying to practice with him, Daniel was like, you know, do you want to be here at all? Like, what's going on? And Dimitri said, not really. And this is a big deal because when Daniel asked him, then why are you here? Like, that is a good question. Like, why is he here, Cole? He
0: he misses his friends. He wants to be cool so he can get his friends back.
1: Yeah, he said that they turned into Cobra Kai bullies and he wants to show that he can fight back. They were even threatening him. And I was thinking that this is exactly the type of thing that Daniel was trying to prevent when he was trying to shut down the Cobra Kai like in season one. He didn't want it to spread. He didn't want kids to be hurt. And be bullied because he knows that they do it.
0: Yeah, he, he was he was a victim of it himself, you know. So he knows. Totally sure. was. Dude, I don't know? I mean, was he? Never mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, this, it can go back. It all all goes back. <laughs> so you know, yeah, all those business moves that he was doing in season one, like it kind of makes a little more sense now what he was trying to stop. Yeah. So yeah, Team Miyagi, Do. Daniel told him that he knows what he's going through, but Miyagi do is all about self defense, which Dimitri responded, "Yeah, myself is too weak, and like that is tough. Like, what can he do right now?
0: He could, uh, you know, give some effort.
1: Yeah, I think he's trying. He's just uncoordinated. It's not working for him. It's tough. Yeah, but is, he, like,
0: is he is he really trying? You know, he doesn't think like he is. He's he's being lazy.
1: Sorry, he might need to try more." And, yeah, having my notes is tough. Like, I'm not sure what he can do either. Maybe more effort. More effort, yeah. It's just be better, right?
0: <laughs> just be better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is it, – so Daniel has a tough student, and I really like how they approach it and show how Daniel approaches the, a, a really, really tough student. So it's, it's a cool thing. And, yeah, do you have anything else to say about that scene, Cole?
0: I, I do like seeing uh, Dimitri uh, try it, you know, try to learn karate. It's 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 uh, it's funny. He's definitely like an uncoordinated nerdy kid. I get it because I actually – I was not very good at sports. I was not very athletic at all myself when I was uh, his age probably. So I I get it. I tried. I was not good. So I understand. I kind of actually kind of understand where Dimitri's come from a little bit there.
1: Well, we'll see if Daniel can reach him that's exactly what's going on. And I'm glad you can understand what he's going through. Because so I think he does a good job portraying it. And we're going to come back to that, you guys. Because like I said, it cuts all around. And we do have a quick jump cut to the hallway outside of the Keen apartment, you guys. And I thought it was pretty cool because Johnny was there, finally. And he had a skateboard for Robbie, if you noticed. Pretty cool. I think Robbie would enjoy that. He's trying to connect with them, which is good. But when he got to the door, he saw that there was an eviction notice. Man, and wow, what and wow, what would that make you feel if you saw your like kid's house well, he's, eviction?
0: He's probably worried. Once worried about where Robbie is.
1: Yes, totally, totally. And but I was gonna say that that's what happens when you don't check on your kid for a long time. Stuff can happen. I have it in my notes.
0: Always too little too late with
1: Johnny, man. <laughs> he is trying, though. And he even tried to ask a neighbor, but they didn't answer. So he used his flip phone to try and call Shannon, but she didn't pick up either. So it's just a little scene right there. He's looking for his son. and can't find him. In the next scene, you guys, we are at the mall food court. and It is going to go down here at the mall you guys so here's the setup robbie and sam they were at a table and she was making fun of his man bun and his id <laughs> man that was such a funny picture
0: he did have one in the first season didn't he
1: he totally did yeah he he rocks it he can actually pull it off for sure nah, I feel it's like. never it's, it's
0: never a good look dude nobody can pull off it's, one of those it's right? never yeah nobody can it's never a good look <laughs>
1: Uh, on top of that, she noticed that his middle name was Swayze. Robert Swayze King. It's so funny. Swayze, Swayze train. And <laughs> she was he was saying that his mom was a huge fan. And they started talking about the movie Dirty Dancing. And it, it seemed like they were really getting along, Cole. Ooh. <laughs> and yes, Dimitri was there too. And he said that Patrick Swayze's performance in Donnie Darko was better, <laughs> but that the time travel logic left a lot to be desired. Nerd. nerd, nerd, nerd. But hey, while we're here, let's talk about time travel logic for a bit, you guys. Oh Would you subscribe to the block time travel model or the multiverse model? And wait, wait, what's that? Oh, wait, my producer, he's telling me that it's not that type of show. <laughs> we should, we should, we should need to stick to the teen drama. He said, he said, stick to the teen drama. Okay. Yeah. We're I was, sorry, I was to
0: actually, you. I was actually about to go into that with you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's do it, man. What you got?
0: Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, say that one more time. What you said there before
1: the block time travel model or the multiverse model?
0: Uh, I, I think I'm, I'm more along the lines of the multiverse model.
1: Oh, man. We should talk about it then because I'm block time model all the way.
0: You think you just go forward and back and the choices you make in the past affect the future or is that how that, is that, how that works? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's just mo- moving forward. Yes. But one, it, one, one block
0: with a multi dimensional one, every, every choice you make splits into a different,
1: yeah, everything. Dimension,
0: different dimension. So depending on what choice you made at that point, it goes two different ways. And from there, you know, it branches out and just keeps branching. So every single possibility ever made happens in different timelines.
1: That's right. And scientifically, okay, wait, what's that? What's that? Yeah, my, my producer is telling me we need to get back to the teen, Bring it back. teen drama. Okay, we're going to go back to the teen drama. Bring it guys. back. We're
0: getting too deep. We're getting too deep.
1: <laughs> so, yes, uh, Dimitri did realize that today was Wednesday and there's a new comic coming out. So he ran off and he told Sam and Robbie to make sure nobody steals his chicken <laughs> at the food court. So yeah, we cut back to the Applebee's, and we're with the Cobra Kai kids and Tori. And she came over to Miguel's table now, and she asked him if he, she, if he wanted the rest of her ice cream and everything. And is she flirting with him, Cole?
0: Uh, a little bit. A little bit.
1: <laughs> there was nothing left of the ice cream except for the melted stuff, you know, the, of the, her thing. And that is the best part, though.
0: Yeah, it, you know it's true. When the when the ice, like the vanilla ice cream, is melted, mm-hmm. you get the hot fudge kind of still in there, and yeah. oh yeah, whipped cream. You know what? That sounds good right now.
1: That's what's going on. You want the rest of this brownie sundae? I'm not gonna lie to you, I already ate the brownie and the whipped cream and most of the hot fudge. So you saved me the melted ice cream. Yeah, the best part. <sighs> Seriously, what are you working on? But she sat across from him, and she asked him what he was working on. Miguel was reluctant to show her, but it was the PowerPoint that he was working on. And yeah, it started with a huge heart. It started with a huge heart there, and listen to your heart song by Roxetta. Oh, gosh. Remember that song? Yes. Listen
0: to your heart. Mm
1: Yeah. And... He started to play it and tell her that it's an 80s music thing, but she shushed him. And did I was thinking did she think this might be for her at first?
0: No, I think she just wanted to see what he what he was doing there.
1: It was interesting cuz she had a good lo- she she had a, lo- a look on her face. You know, she had a look on her face and everything. But the other side of the heart came in and it was Sam And Tori looks super mad. Oh, yeah. Her mood
0: immediately changed. Immediately Mm -hmm. changed when when she saw Sam.
1: So, yeah, this is more to their rivalry, guys, because she already didn't like her. And now she found out that not only is she Miguel's ex, but he's still, like, pining for her. Because, you know, they were flirt fighting in, in the Cobra Kai dojo, if you remember.
0: Yeah, Tori likes Miguel.
1: I think she likes him. So, the heart with him and Sam's picture got karate chopped in half. And then the octopus came in and brought them back together. Miguel explained that the octopus is like their relationship mascot. And why oh is why God. is that?
0: Because uh, we go back to season one when they uh, were, we were doing their first date over at the carnival or the pitch and putt, whatever
1: the hell the place is called. Golf and stuff. I knew that. I can't get that part wrong, right? Golf and yeah. stuff. I'll edit it out. <laughs> I can edit it out. I'm not going to edit it out. I'm not going to edit it out.
0: It goes back to their first state at the golf and stuff, where uh, Miguel won the stuffed octopus and gave it to Sam.
1: Nice memory there, Cole. And what did you think about Miguel's PowerPoint, anyways? It's, it's cute no, it, and desperate, but it's, it's what cringe do you think?
0: and cheesy, but you know, it's 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 definitely a teenage thing to do. And I think Sam actually might have actually liked it if he if she had seen it. Now would it win her would it win her back over? I don't know about that, but I think she would have enjoyed actually uh you know enjoyed the sentiment or liked like the sentiment there because she seems like she she appreciates cheesy stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I totally agree and it's totally Miguel. Totally a Miguel thing to do.
0: Oh yeah.
1: So because he's like cool with tech and yeah he has a good heart. So Tori agreed she cause he he said is it that de- is it desperate she agreed she's like you need to she said you need to delete it. Have your laptop cremated.
0: <laughs> you know, it probably actually is the the best advice, to be honest, on that one.
1: <laughs>
0: because you know, it's it's almost too late, I think, for Miguel and Sam. So it probably actually is, and then, you know, it is a little over the top cheesy. So probably that probably is sound advice from Tori, to be honest, even though she's singing out of anger.
1: I know, right? It's a uh, it's a it added more to their rivalry, and she gave him more advice. It makes you look desperate
0: well i am desperate
1: yeah but girls aren't into desperate guys well
0: then how am i supposed to let her know how i
1: feel you don't you act like you're totally over her like you don't care then she'll want you back and you know how to get over her have a little fun and then know just the place so she kind of asked him out on a date there a yeah i'll we'll have to see where that goes so yeah do you have anything else to say about that conversation cole
0: yeah, you can tell definitely that, yeah. Tori's attitude totally changed as soon as she saw the picture of Sam, and yeah, you can, I mean you can tell Tori's into Miguel, so she's trying to like make sure she pushes Sam out of the picture because uh, I mean she obviously
1: wants to get with him. It's a good rivalry. They added more to it, and Miguel is kind of like the alley now, you know, in a way. Yeah. You think about it so yes it really added a lot to their rivalry and it is going to go down so after that we cut to la russo auto and johnny was pulling up in the challenger i love that car still i still still can't i still can't get over how cool that it is but he was looking for robbie still he went inside and noosh was there And they had an altercation, if you saw, and Anoush tried to not tell Johnny where Robbie was at, but after Johnny put him in an arm hold, he actually punched Anoush in the side, dude. Too much.
0: Yeah, he actually assaulted Anoush.
1: He totally did, and I love Anoush. So after that, Anoush told him that Robbie had been living with the LaRussos. And that's a big revelation for Johnny.
0: Yeah, you could tell. It look like Ch- Johnny had just gotten stabbed all of a sudden. You know, he, he could tell he was hurt by that.
1: Yes, because of the whole rivalry thing. That's his big rivalry, and he's trying to reconnect with his son. And that's kind of like closing the door on him, reconnecting with him in a way. And it's good that he's looking for his son, but I think he went way too far getting physical with the Noosh, man. yeah. Team Daniel.
0: Not Anoush's fault. Uh, silly Johnny. Johnny's badass. <laughs> <laughs> he makes some poor decisions sometimes, but you know, he means well.
1: hmm Well, tell that to Anoush.
0: Yeah, Anoush is a dork.
1: <laughs> you know, actually, whenever he <laughs> came in, he actually said, like, you owe me a new pair of Oxfords, because he, like, yeah, stepped
0: he, in that dog he, shit. Dude, it was so funny. Yeah, the billboard. And he, he said... Uh, uh, he, you know, it, he mentioned, uh, he said something about da- Daniel kicked your ass in high school or something like mm,
1: that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I like Anoush. Leave, leave Anoush alone. Anoush is all right. So then, we're cutting all over the place, you guys. We cut back to the mall where Dimitri was checking out the new comic book. Then Hawk was there. He had Mitch and Chris with him and two other guys. And when he confronted Dimitri about the Yelp review, you guys, he wanted, to, uh, he wanted him to take it down. But Dimitri wouldn't do it, saying people need to know, and it would, infe- it would affect his Yelp, his, his Yelp elite status. I think that's so funny. To that, Hawk just pushed Dimitri over. And Dimitri was like, hey, I'm not afraid of you. I know who you are, Eli. Ooh. You and Bebop and Rocksteady should just leave me alone. And I love that line. I think Bebop and Rocksteady are perfect names. He got them right. Right.
0: You think those kids would even uh, understand that reference?
1: I think some of them would.
0: I think that was more of a reference for us, you know, <laughs> the viewers than it was anybody else.
1: And the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are still popular. They're still popular. I think. I think some people. You're right. There's a movie.
0: There's a movie back out about mm-hmm. them right now. So.
1: Bebop and Rocksteady. So cool. Go, Ninja, go. So as Dimitri turned to leave, he was surrounded by more Cobra Kai guys. He was surrounded by more Cobras. And Dimitri said, hey, I, you know, I've joined Miyagi-Do now, and I know karate too. And he got in his stance. Oh, gosh. Hawk said, all right, let's see what you got. And he like immediately kicked him over. He swept his legs. So that happened, and the shop owner called out, and that distracted everybody. And Dimitri took that moment to break out, and he started running away. And we started to hear the song No Shelter Yes, by Broken Edge. And did that song sound familiar, Cole?
0: It's from the first movie, I believe.
1: Yes, it is from the first movie, and it is from when the Cobras were chasing Daniel out of the school dance. That's right. So they were running in the school dance, and now we're running through the mall. And the Cobras are me be chasing Dimitri, and here we go. So yes, Dimitri ran out of the store with the Cobras on his tail. And they ran right past the security guard who was munching down on a sandwich. He has earphones in, so he'll be no help.
0: Probably jamming the, uh, the song.
1: <laughs> no shelter. <laughs> it's a great song. And while running down the way, Dimitri ran to some sunglasses display and he like fell over towards the camera and he fell towards it like it was on the ground. And it, it kind of reminded me of the shot when Allie tripped Johnny.
0: Yeah.
1: And they all fell on top of each other and they like ran to the left. I feel like it was a small call back to that. And Chris was saying to Hawk that he thinks Dimitri learned his lesson. He's like, we need to stop. But Hawk said, who told you to think and for them to spread out? So it seems like not everybody's totally down for this. And then Dimitri ran back to Sam and Robbie and the food court, but they weren't there, if you saw. And then they, they surrounded him finally. And Hawk even called Dimitri a nerd. And Eli has really changed here, man. He's really changed too much. Because Dimitri and Eli, they used to be the binary brothers. Yeah. So, this is not cool, you guys. I didn't like any of this. So, Dimitri started to get held down by Chris, and Hawk moved in saying, You're dead meat. Love that line. Right at that moment, Sam flew in from the side, and she saved him. Get back. You guys need to back
0: off. I don't want to have to hit a girl.
1: I wouldn't stand a chance. I just love all that. Little, <laughs> I love all that banner, dude. I love it all. So good. So Hawk said it's five against three. Five against three? More like two and a half. And he's like referencing Dimitri, I'm sure. So we have Robbie, Sam, and Dimitri versus hawk chris mitch and i'm gonna call the other two guys one of them's medium hair and i'm gonna call the other guy orange shirt <laughs> that's cool you G- G-
0: gumby and pofuckio
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> so yes are you ready for some mall karate action cole oh yeah that's right me too because here we go
0: all right folks get ready it's karate
1: time. Chris came up behind Robbie and he grabbed him while Hawk moved in with a kick. Robbie was able to break out and he blocked a kick and he was able to counterpunch the, uh, the medium hair guy in the face who was coming in from the side. Sam was fighting too and she blocked and and counterpunched Orange Shirt before turning, blocking Mitch's attack and then kicking him in the midsection. While ducking low to avoid an overhead kick from Orange Shirt, all in one move. And then she did like a back thrust kick, his legs. It was all in one fluid motion. It was a nice one from Sam. Really it's nice the, combo. The old wheel technique. Yes, that's right. Dimitri was looking a little lost, though. He didn't know where to jump in. But Robbie did a hard kick on Hawk, and it looks like, yeah, the, the Miyagi Do's are holding it down against, against more fighters than them. And yeah, how are they doing that, Cole? You know, you, you, you said it.
0: The wheel keeps on turning, man.
1: That's right, because we got an overhead shot of the fight. And we can see how Robbie and Sam, they're using the wheel technique. Fight and block for each other. And they can feel each other where they're at, right? And they're making the defenses feel like more fighter, just like Daniel taught them. And We even got some back and forth shots of them fighting in the food court and then and then them practicing the wheel technique in the koi pond at the same time. That was so cool. So the practice is paying off. And it, it, back to the fight, Robbie was able to punch Hawk and then sweep Chris's legs out from under him. And a bunch of people were starting to crowd around if you saw that. They had their phones out. Sam was able to punch Mitch and then hold on to him as she twisted and front kicked Hawk away. And I don't think Miyagi Doe has even been hit yet. Sam flipped Mitch over as Robbie was able to take down Chris while, like, protecting Dimitri. He was, like, moving him back and forth. And then, as he ducked down, Sam grabbed him, and Dimitri, she said, Dimitri, look out. And Robbie made him duck down, and Sam rolled over his back. Did you see that? They like, yeah. rolled over his back and kicked Orange Shirt in the face. Robbie was hit by a hawk, though. He got kicked, so Nate, he's starting to lose his momentum. Dimitri was able to dodge a punch from Medium Hair though, as Hawk landed an elbow to Robbie's head, so it's really going down now. And Sam was still fighting Orange Shirt, but she was actually able to lean on a table and she kicked with both feet, which was a cool move. She's using the environment around her. The crowd gasped, and she did a huge front kick to Medium Hair, sending him to the ground. And then Hawk seemed to be getting the better of Robbie because he threw him into a table and then Hawk did a huge leaping aerial punch (laughs) (laughs) at Robbie, but Robbie was able to counter kick Hawk out of the air as the fight music hit a crescendo and Hawk landed on the ground. The the crowd reacted and Sam was there with Dimitri. She was like, here's your chicken. We saved it for you. What a crazy fight scene, Cole! That was some great karate action. And what did you think about that oh, fight man. scene?
0: That was crazy. Hawks definitely in the wrong there. You're right. It's sad, sad to see him like attacking his own former best friend. I guess uh, it's great to see uh, Miyagido in action because we don't see that really. You know, we they're not they're not aggressive, so we don't really see them fight often unless they're being attacked. In this instance. Uh, they are being attacked. Demetri's being attacked. So in comes Sam and Robbie to his defense. And they're using the wheel technique that they learned from Daniel, and it's working for them. And they won the fight. So it was awesome to see uh, a little bit of Miyagido in action for once.
1: I totally agree. They were doing their defense there. They were attacked in the mall. So this is kind of like the opening shot in the dojo war that has been heating up and brewing for a while so yes the mall fight broke out and it was between dimitri and hawk and yeah that is kind of like the first shot in the dojo war so we're going to see how that happens and it's going to change some things going forward but we need to change gears here we have a pretty serious scene coming up here, you guys. We cut to the Reseda Heights apartment, and Johnny was pulling in. He was listening to some rock music, but he had an open bottle of liquor. Yeah, his, in his hands, right? And he was looking pretty drunk when he got out, so he was drinking and driving, which is not good. But we've seen that before from Johnny. And this is kind of like what he does when he's in these situations. He's why is he drinking right now?
0: That's his, uh, you know, when he doesn't know what to do or if he's upset. That's what he, he just he hits, he turns the bottle. That's what he does.
1: He does, and this stuff is easier said than done. But in this instance, rather than confront the issue head on, which is hard to do, the issue is that you know Robbie is at La Johnny kind of goes to be alone. He kind of goes on a bender sometimes. And yeah, he's doing this because he found out that Robbie's living with the LaRussos. And I would like to dive into why he reacted this way just a little bit. I get that he's mad at Robbie is living with his all-time rival, Daniel LaRusso. I get that. And that he thinks that the relationship with his son is over, but he already thought that. You know. Definitely, good. It definitely goes deeper than that. It goes deeper than that. It's way, so my, it goes way deeper than that. Yeah. My question for you, Cole, is instead of getting drunk and heading home, why didn't Johnny just go visit Robbie at Daniel?
0: Well, I mean, he definitely doesn't want to see Daniel. You know, he's harboring so much resentment towards Daniel. He's probably the last person he wants to see. And so most likely Johnny got into his own feelings about how he's maybe he thinks he his whole life has been kind of wasted because of daniel and uh and to see that you know how he's finally trying to reconnect with this kid that he, he never really had a relationship with now that he's finally trying to his own his biggest rival daniel russo uh has his son living with him i mean he, he probably just he kind of he probably freaked out and uh and doing it, you know, the only thing he knows to do is a uh, strength to cope with it.
1: Yes, maybe it was a knee jerk reaction, and maybe after he sobered up or something, he was gonna go over there. But yeah, I think he he really needs to just get over the. I know it's a huge rivalry, but he needs to do it for his son. He needs because even if it didn't work out, at least Robbie would know. That Johnny wanted to be part of his life. Because I think that right now, Robbie thinks that Johnny wants nothing to do with him at all. And by just going home and drinking, he's hurting himself and Robbie. It's a big deal. And like I said, maybe he, has, he had plans to do that later after he got over it in a few days. Because in, in old habits are hard to break. I will say that. But I love Johnny, of course. But yeah, he needs needs help dealing with his emotions. Okay. Some character development here. And he might get help. Because as he's stumbling to his place, Carmen saw him. She was doing her laundry. She got him to come to her place so she can sober him up and see what's wrong. And I think that is a really good friend move right there. It is. Carmen's a nurse, she has a great heart, she knows exactly what's going on. She wants to help him out, and yes, uh, there's a lot going on in that scene, but do you, do you have anything to say about that little scene?:
0: Yeah, I mean, she knows that he's not drunk just just because uh, you know John, I wouldn't call Johnny a drunk. I say he probably has a problem with alcohol. I mean, he does drink a lot, he, you know he doesn't, but you know he's not always he's not always constantly wasted, so she knows if she sees him like that, there's definitely something bugging him. So uh, it's good on her to, uh, to pull him in and, and try to figure out what's going on.
1: I totally agree. Good on Carmen there. But meanwhile, you guys, at the LaRusso household, Sam and Robbie, they were going over to that fight together. And they were talking about how the practicing it from the pond. It really helped them. And they can really feel each other during the fight. And at that moment, Daniel showed up to the house and he was asking if they were all right because he heard about the fight. Sam said that they had to fight to protect Dimitri. And she asked Daniel if, if he was mad at him. But Daniel responded that he was proud. And he said that karate is not just for self-defense, but also protecting others. And I'm glad he said that because that's a, that's a big distinction. You also need to step up and defend people that can't defend themselves. Daniel turned to Robbie and he was like, and you, I'm glad you're part of this family. And that's just so cool. But it's also bad for Johnny because like Ro- Robbie's really getting away from Johnny and like that whole broken family situation.
0: You could see the look on uh, Robbie's face. Also, he really appreciated Daniel saying that. Yes. Cause he's never felt like he's been a part of a family ever in his life. So, you know, he, he's, he's, it's scratching that edge that he needs.
1: Yeah, he really needed it. And yeah, you could totally see it on his face. Some great acting there. And it means a lot to him, you can tell. Cause he's getting away from Johnny and that and Shannon and that whole broken family situation. These are good this is good times for Robbie right now. Daniel noticed that Dimitri was in the other room though, and he was looking pretty down. And Daniel went in there to start talking to him about the fight. And Dimitri was feeling pretty useless about everything. And I really liked how he brought in the Game of Thrones references. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was saying Robbie and, Sam, Robbie and Sam, they were like Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen. But he was just Sam Tarly. <laughs> really funny. Daniel reminded him that Sam did kill a White Walker. Which is true. And then Daniel told him to stand up, and he started to practice with him again, really slow, nice and slow. And we got like the Miyagi Do theme playing. And we're gonna take it
0: nice and slow, okay? Bow to me. Eyes. Sand the floor. Come on, eyes. Sand the floor. Other side.
1: And man, what a big win for Miyagi-Do today!
0: Oh yeah, and then Dimitri wasn't expecting Daniel to to be a Game of Thrones fan, also. So uh-huh. I, think, uh, I think Daniel won him over a little bit more with that.
1: Hey, you're right. Yeah, they connected a little bit more through that. I he's like, oh, he's that. like, okay,
0: Daniel's sending some some nerd stuff too, I guess. So he, maybe he's.
1: <laughs> I am so down with GOT. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good sh- that's a good mention because they probably did connect over that a little bit more. 'Cause Daniel is gonna try extra hard to get through to Dimitri and he's a tough student. But when Cobra Kai attacked Miyagi Do at the mall, it really made them like bunch up and become more of like a close knit family. Like it's a really you can really feel the closeness and how they are helping each other out, and I really like that. So, yes, do you have anything else to say about that scene, Cole?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: It's a pretty heartwarming scene. But the next scene, you guys, we were at the Cobra Kai dojo. And Hawk and Moon, they were outside. It seems like it's later that night. And Moon, she was mad at Hawk for trying to beat up Dimitri over his review. And she would be because she's, like, more compassionate, like, hippie type person, of course. And, like, did you notice, though... Hawk had a huge black eye from when Robbie kicked him out of the air. You see oh, yeah. it on his face? So he's extra mad. He said that Dimitri joined Miyagi-Do, to which Moon responded, so what? And it says, that's exactly exactly right. Hawk then said he's an effing nerd, and they used it there. And like I said before, you guys, this show uses the F word sparingly, and it uses it for a reason. So why do you think the show used that word here right now when Hawk was referring to his old best friend?
0: To uh, convey his level of anger. Uh, usually when uh, they, they use uh, the, the F-bomb, it's uh, really to denote when uh, you know, it's something somebody's being super serious at the moment. Sometimes not always, but most of the time.
1: Yes, he's angry from losing the fight. And he's angry about the whole Yelp thing. And now he's going to be extra angry because Moon is done with all this. She is done with all this. She took a second to think about what he said. And she said, you know, she, she likes this. She likes his hair. She likes his, you know, his new things. But she doesn't want to date a bully. And she kind of broke up with him. And good on you, Moon, I say there. She's not going to put up with something like that. So when she walked off, Hawk took off his shirt. and He pointed to this moon tattoo. And He was like, hey, this means forever. And, but she said she didn't ask him to do that. And here's a tip, kids. <laughs> don't, don't get a tattoo of the name of the person you're dating. Yeah, don't. It, it never works out.
0: Especially if they're not even comfortable with it.
1: Yeah, it never works out. So moon drove off. And I really like this camera shot because it like followed Hawk all the way through from the front of the dojo, through the main room, and down through the hallways into the new back room. And you got to see the whole dojo there. And then the camera shot continued, and it swung around the punching bag as Hawk was taking out his anger, doing some combos, some cool combos on the punching bag. And who shows up at this crucial moment, Cole?
0: Oh, Greasy Crease.
1: You just know it. He has a sixth sense for these type of things.
0: Greasy, man. He can, you know, he can... The grease starts, you know, vibrating, I guess. He can, <laughs> he, and he can feel it.
1: Like a vibrating grease. That's funny. <laughs>
0: Whatever that means. I don't Whatever know. Whatever that means. Hey.
1: <laughs> so, Crease started off by saying, you know, did you get into a fight? And Hawk answered with, yes, Miyagi-Do, we lost. But Kreese responded to that by saying, no, you didn't. And the fight is only over when you say that it is. And Kreese has a new underling, it seems. Because he's going to bring Hawk in and take it over. And yes, do you have anything else to say about that scene, Cole?
0: Oh, man, if there's any... Person at all for Crease to manipulate it definitely would be Hawk. Crease uh, being you know huge bully himself, why not take the 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 one kid who's broken and uh, and and wants to be a bully and just make him worse? <laughs> it seems like what Crease would do.
1: Yes, Hawk was definitely eating up the stuff that Crease was saying last episode, and he really was listening to him a lot. So yeah, he got him. At the right time, he's coming in and he's really going to tell Hawk to do some things and he's got him at the right time, at an emotional time, right after the breakup. Mm, that's when crease strikes, you know, always when somebody's down. Because think about if you're Hawk, you lost a fight in front of everybody and then your girlfriend broke up with you that night. You're going to be pretty mad. At the next scene, you know, you guys... We cut to the Diaz apartment, and yeah, it's later that night. and Carmen was sobering up Johnny with a quesadilla some home and some coffee, and it seemed that Johnny had just finished up telling her all the beef between him and Daniel. Kind of, they were talking about it, and he told her that Robbie had moved into Daniel's house, and she was saying that he seems like a real jerk, <laughs> like that.
0: Yeah, you can tell. Like she's only got his side of the story, so.
1: That's exactly right. So she understands that he's angry, she said. But she went on to say that the toll that it'll take on Johnny is too much, this, this rivalry. She says these things don't end well and that she's seen it with her own eyes. And she refers to her ex-husband here, that whole thing. She finished up by saying, The only way to end a rivalry is for someone to rise above it. You have to be the bigger man. And that is some excellent advice, isn't it, Cole? It is. Yes, it was great that Carmen was there to help him out because, like we were saying, Johnny needs help sorting through his emotions, and it looks like he opened up to her a little bit, and I like that. And so, yeah, do you have anything else to say about Johnny and Carmen's scene there, Cole?
0: Carmen's right. A good honor for taking uh, Johnny in to uh, hear him out and be there for him. I can tell. I, maybe Carmen still has a little bit of feelings for Johnny, or maybe she just feels sorry for him. Not sure which, but she's she is being a good friend to him right now, and, and uh, that's exactly what, what, uh, what Johnny needs at the moment. So a good honor. Yes,
1: yeah, so it looks like they might get a little closer, so that's great. At the next scene, though, you guys, We are at a playground that night. And Tori had taken Miguel to a park. And they were at the playground. They were spinning real fast on the merry-go-round. And they flew off onto the ground laughing. Classic stuff, you guys. And she's trying to distract him from Sam, that it seems. Miguel was like, whoa, I'm so dizzy. So he's having fun with her. And then he said that he didn't think that she would take him to a place like this. But he's digging it because it could be a place to defend from the zombie apocalypse. I like them laughing and talking like that. Yeah, he,
0: he tells her that uh, he thought a, a place that you'd have to get into using a fake ID would be more of her of
1: thing. <laughs> yes,
0: and she 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 responds with, "Oh, well, we can go to some place like that if you want."
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she knows how to have fun, and it looks like but, they're having fun together.
0: Yeah, Miguel's definitely like enjoying the place the spot they're at now. That's more his thing, anyway. So.
1: <laughs> Yeah, they were definitely laughing and having a good time together. And right at that time, Tori checked her watch, and then he pushed her and Miguel onto the ground as an airplane flew right overhead, and that seemed like something right out of Wayne's world. Do <laughs> you remember She knew it flew over at that time, which was cool. But then Miguel started to talk about Sam again. Oh! And that's not cool. Tori said that he needs to stop talking about her, but Miguel said that Johnny told him to go all in. He's still trying to find out what that means. Uh, I think it means exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. Make a move. And it's just them two together. So they stared at each other, and then they did go in for a kiss and started making out. Yes, we have a new couple here, Cole. Yeah. First
0: kiss. I like this one because Tori is totally like, she's the one making the moves, you know. She's just kind of coercing him into to going further.
1: That's right. It's 2023, you guys, and girls can take the lead. Their music started playing. And yeah, what do you think about Miguel and Tori together?
0: I don't know, man. I like it, I think. Uh, Even though you can tell Miguel definitely still has feelings for Sam, he's going to have to get over that.
1: Yes, they were definitely flirt fighting that one time and then flirting at Applebee's. So, yes, he's still into Sam, but... Another question is, do you think she actually likes him or do you think she's trying to get with Miguel to get back at Sam?
0: Good question. And that's when I was going to actually uh, kind of... Pose earlier whenever they were at the Applebee's. Uh, I think it's a little, maybe a little bit of both, to be honest. I think she actually does kind of like him, but at the same time, she knows it'll uh, get back at Sam. So maybe that's why she's pushing a little bit harder than she should. I'm not not quite sure. I'm not quite sure, to be honest there.
1: It's funny because in my notes, I have a bit of both. I have a bit of both too, (laughs) so I agree with you there. I think it is a bit of both. And you said it perfectly. So yes. Do you have anything else to say about that scene Cole? It was the first kiss scene.
0: I like I like uh, the date they are on. I mean that's the kind of thing I liked when I was, you know, a teenager. Like I lived in, I'm from a small town though. So we didn't really have a choice of places to go. So going to a park and just kind of hanging out at night or something like that uh, kind of just brings me back, I guess, you know, to so stuff I did, you know, on a, on a date when I was a kid. So, I mean, and I think, you know, Miguel uh, enjoys that kind of thing. So, that was, like, perfect for him.
1: It was a really, really cool day. I liked them spinning around on the merry-go-round and then her showing him the airplane flying over. It was a really, really cool date, And, yeah, hanging out at the park late night. It's always fun. So, that was cool. They got a, a really, really cool first kiss scene, and I thought it was done perfectly. So, we got a new couple. Way cool. We might have another couple here because the next scene, we are at the LaRusso household, and it's later that night. Robbie was on his way to the kitchen, and he noticed Sam was roasting marshmallows by the fireplace. He said, are you, you know, still up too, huh? Like you can't sleep? He said, I have too much adrenaline. But then she asked him if he wanted a s'more. And Robbie answered, I'll never say no to... Free marshmallows and folks, those are words (laughs) to live by, man. That's words to live by. Great way, great way to be. Never say no. S'mores are good, so yeah. He sat down next to her and he noticed that she was making s'mores with the peanut butter cups. She said, Yeah, I call them Sam Moore's. You can totally tell that she made that up like when she was a kid or something. That's so funny. It's a funny. Little,
0: little cringe, but you know it makes sense. Sam Wars.
1: Sam Wars, yeah. I'll, I'm going to say this, though. That sounds delicious. I'm totally going to do that from now I wanna on.
0: I want to try that. I didn't, never, never thought of trying that.
1: Let's do some Sam Wars next time you come over. All right, all right. So, yeah, do you like s'mores, Cole? You do?
0: I do, of course. I mean, I like it, right? Who doesn't?
1: Never say no to free marshmallows. So, yeah, they're sitting there alone together late night. They have a nice fire going and everything. And we know that Sam is into Robbie. We know that. Remember she was like trying to get yeah. her, her outfit together with Moon. So, we know that she likes him. So, maybe this is the moment. Because at that moment, Robbie's marshmallow caught fire. Amateur mistake, by the Ooh, way. It happens. It happens. And he brought it up. And they both started blowing on it at the same time. And it brought their faces close together. And ooh, pot- potentials, potentials. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> We're having too much fun with the soundboard, you guys. We're having too much fun. That one with
0: you. makes me laugh. Dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. That one makes me laugh. Yeah,
1: no, that's from "Say by the Bell. So, yes. We're having too much fun with the soundboard. I love it. So they go in for the kiss, but then Robbie pulled away right at the end, and he said, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. You know, I mean you you gotta understand, I've I've been in a bad situation for a long time, and and now finally something good's happening, and I can't mess it up. Not that you would be messing it up, but your your dad, he. It's. I understand. So, what do you think about his reasoning there for not kissing Sam?
0: I want to say good on Robbie on that one because uh, even though he might want to act on that, he he's being smart, knowing that uh, you know it's probably not a good idea to, to start uh, fooling around with uh, uh, his, you know his the person who's taking him in's daughter. <laughs> uh, and he also, like he said, he doesn't want to, you know, he, he probably doesn't want to mess up his friendship with Sam either. Uh, so he says, you know, he yeah, he's right. He, he finally has things going good in his life, and he wants to pump the brakes on that, which is smart. It's smart thing to do. Take it slow.
1: Definitely take it slow, and I think it's very respectful for Daniel, yes, because Daniel took him in, into his house, and yeah, you start doing things with the daughter; it's, it could lead to It'll some yeah, break, yeah, break trust,
0: and yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is good times for Robbie, and it's nice to see Robbie happy. He's kind of going through a good time. Like he, his clothes are way different. You remember how he used to wear all black? Yeah, he dressed like a dork now. I just think that he's happier, <laughs> and yes. <laughs> You know, because people's clothes are a representation of how they feel sometimes, so...
0: He should dress cool like a skater, now he dresses like a dork.
1: (laughs) I just think this is some good times for him, and I think that was some good (laughs) reasoning for him not to kiss Sam, even though I think there's definitely something going on between them. Oh, yeah. Nice and respectful from Robbie. Gotta,
0: Gotta keep some tension there.
1: Sam said that she understood, again, but then, like, the conversation died completely. And Sam said, well, this just got awkward. <laughs> That's so much fun. Robbie was like, yep. So I will say that I respect Robbie for that. But sometimes when you try to not do something like that, it makes it even harder, right? So, yeah, because
0: now Sam might be you know, confused or upset
1: mm-hmm. about that. So we'll have to see what happens with that. And they were even having trouble like looking at each other after that so yes do you have anything else to say about that no kiss marshmallow scene cole
0: i think we summed it up pretty well um it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with sam and Robbie from this point on uh will they eventually act on their feelings don't oh, no we'll see
1: yeah we'll have to see what happens with that because at the next scene you guys i'm sorry to say it we are at the miyagi dojo and someone was spray painting a big X on that cool wooden Miyagi-Do sign that I love so much. And please tell me that that was fake spray paint or something because that sign is just too cool. Maybe it was uh, a fake.
0: I think, I think it was a real deal.
1: I hate that because it was Hawk, and it was some other Cobras, and they were decked out in all black. Hawk gave the spray paint to one of them. He said, Let's finish the fight. And that's exactly from Crease's mouth out of Hawk's mouth. It's pretty
0: greasy, right? There's some greasiness going on
1: here. 100%. And you can see that the dojo war is really starting to escalate now. We had the first skirmish slash battle in the mall. And now even the dojos. Are on the table the actual dojos because we went from a business war to actually fighting to actually attacking each other's dojos mm. so it's really ramping up here cole and what do you think about that
0: it's pretty low but you know i don't i expect nothing less from hawk at this point
1: point. and yes there are no bad Students, because this is coming straight from crease. Yeah. He got, he got to him, and he was emotional about that. And you could tell it would be so easy to redirect Hawk's anger to go right for Miyagi-Do Dojo. So it's escalating, and it's working for him. Greasy. And yes, we cut to the next day, and then we are still at the Miyagi-Do Dojo. But the doors, you guys... It had been ripped off. Man, there was toilet paper everywhere. Spray paint tags everywhere. It had trashed it. The bonsai tree had been tipped over. And the punching bag had been ripped. And Robbie was looking super mad. And even inside the dojo, it had been trashed as well. And Daniel was in there and he was holding the box that contained Mr. Miyagi's Medal of Honor, and it was missing Cole.
0: Oh, man, that's just – see, that's just way too low right there. That's wrong.
1: It's so wrong, and Daniel's looking super upset. And are you still Team Cobra Kai? Uh, you know, I am,
0: but I'm not Team Crease. <laughs> I never said I was Team Crease.
1: You know, that's a great distinction because – it really isn't coming from the Cobra Kai, even though, yeah, it, it's, it's coming from I'm his team, side. I'm of Team
0: Johnny Cobra Kai, not crease Cobra Kai. Let's just get that straight right now.
1: I'm glad you made that <laughs> distinction, because it is true. This is coming from crease Perfectly said, but all I'd say is, Team Yagi-Do! <laughs> <laughs> so Sam called him from outside, and they had even tagged the banana boat with spray paint that said, Cobra Kai never dies. And oh, y'all, I, I just have to say that this show in no way endorses that. And I feel ashamed to see Never Dies mm, up there.
0: Depends on what the person whose who's car you spray paint and never dies on did.
1: Yeah, that's true, man. I have to say that I nominate <laughs> that at the end of the show, just- we should end the show differently tonight. Been saying that. I feel like we need to say banana boat never dies <laughs> to make up for that. Will you say the banana boat never dies when we end the show tonight?
0: Uh, we'll see.
1: <laughs> okay. We'll see. Miyagi Do. So, yes, we even had a <laughs> flashback of when Mr. Miyagi told Daniel to choose. Remember? Uh, yes. And, yeah. saying, and then him saying bonsai, you know, and he was driving off.
0: cuts deep for daniel
1: does cut super deep and for me me too man i know you feel it too
0: because you know i mean i'm not gonna lie even you know who wasn't team daniel back in the day when you're a kid you're watching the cobra kai you're definitely team daniel so i you know I, i i feel for daniel a little bit on this one too man
1: i know you feel it too i'm just i'm just razzing you but i know you feel it too so yes so Daniel was looking super mad and he got in the banana boat and he drove off and yeah. Yeah. What do you have to say for the Cobra Kai dojo there? It was Crease, like you said,
0: I do love Cobra Kai. I do. I do love Johnny, even though he makes some bad decisions. He's, overall guy, the man has a good heart and I like his teachings and how he's trying to, he's trying so hard to, to redirect Cobra Kai into a more honorable way. But crease has to come in with its and manipulate <laughs> everyone and turn it into just, you know, just, just plain evil almost, man. So, you know, I, this part is something I'm not proud of with Cobra Kai. Uh, but these kids can still learn the right way if Johnny can break through uh, Kreese's grip and show them, you know, the real way. But, you know, we'll get to that.
1: I feel like a power struggle might be brewing there.
0: A little bit. I mean, right now, you know, it, it has wormed his way in. So Johnny's playing into it, but he needs to, he needs to make sure that he's teaching these kids the right way.
1: Yeah. I think he did all this stuff behind Johnny's back. I don't Definitely. think Johnny's aware of it. And if we rewind back to last episode in the moment of truth, whenever Johnny said, you know, and it sounds like defeat, and we know, there's no defeat. And he brought Crease back in. Ugh. That is turning out to be a huge mistake,
0: definitely. But you know, Daniel, I mean, Johnny is is uh, <laughs> as flawed as he is. He does have a good heart, and that's why he was trying to do that.
1: Yes, you could totally see it, and I'm with you there. He had the heart. It was a mistake. But he could, you could totally see why he did it. But now it's too late. Crease is doing his thing, and yes, we cut to the Cobra Kai dojo, where Hawk and Miguel—they were sparring. Cobra
0: Kai, Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai,
1: Cobra Kai, and Johnny and Crease and the rest of the Cobras—they were watching. Right at that moment, Daniel comes bursting to the door. Came just from the dojo. Johnny told him to take off his shoes. You know, you're disrespecting my dojo. Daniel responded, yeah, like, you're going to talk to me about disrespecting dojo after after you just did stuff to mine. But Johnny didn't know what Daniel was talking about, which is true because it was all crease, of course.
0: Uh, But Daniel doesn't believe him, of course.
1: Because, yeah, he said, yeah, just like you don't know about attacking one of my employees. And that was a noosh.
0: He didn't deny that, though. (laughs) He
1: didn't. He was like, oh, I did that. (laughs) (laughs) Daniel went on to say that part of him did feel bad for Johnny at one point. But Johnny makes it so easy to remember who the bad guy is. And I I got this almost word for word because this scene right here is kind of like a declaration of war, okay? This is where it becomes official, you guys, because he tells Johnny –
0: you call yourself a sensei. You don't even know what a sensei is. A sensei mentors. A sensei elevates. He doesn't teach destruction and disrespect.
1: I already said I don't know what you're talking about, Maruso. And you don't know what you're talking about either. Now, yeah, well, I know you don't. You don't earn a Medal of Honor by stealing it. And did you notice, though, Cole, while all this was going on, Crease was in the background. Did you see him that back oh, there? Yeah, he, he's
0: being greasy.
1: Mhm. He had his fist on his chin. It was kind of like his classic fist pose. Mhm. And he was just loving all of this. This is exactly what he wants. He knows right, what he's Cole?
0: doing. Yeah, exactly. He's setting a trap.
1: This is exactly what he wants. Johnny said again, he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." But Daniel finished by saying, That he does know something, and he knows that you don't earn the Medal of Honor by stealing it.
0: Yeah, a tear in his eye almost, too. Yes,
1: dude. Yes, because it is huge, and yes, Johnny had no response to that. And yeah, I feel like this is the most mad Daniel has ever been in the show so far.
0: I don't blame him, to be honest. I'd be just as mad.
1: And it was great acting from Ralph Macchio because he kind of did have a tear in his eye.
0: I mean, Miyagi's basically his father, you know. So that's why he's so angry about it.
1: And yeah, you could definitely tell the emotion there. He had a tear in his eye, kinda like what you said, some great acting. Very sad that he lost that, because you know it meant something to him. It was kind of like Mr. Miyagi, like it trusted him to tear keep it after he passed and stuff. so it's a big deal so then daniel started walking out and he says he started talking to the students of the dojo and he was laying it on johnny man he said johnny can teach him how to fight but he doesn't know how to truly win at life Oof. and if they want to help themselves before it's too late the doors of miyagi do are always open and that's it that, I feel like that is like the declaration of war right there. It's on.
0: Trying to scalp Johnny's students right in front of him.
1: Right in front of him. Johnny called him out saying you're trying to poach my students. But Daniel stepped right up to him and he's like, "What are you going to do about it?" I love that. Like this is the most mad he's ever been. Love that from him. And as they're staring at each other, Daniel said, "You know, I'm not going to strike first." And Kreese was they, they cut to Crease looking on because this is the moment where Johnny is going to strike, right? And it's going to be on. Right. But Johnny, at that moment, he remembers his conversation with Carmen. It's some great writing here. Great writing. Because instead of striking first, he backs down.
0: Let's hear for Johnny. See? Exactly. Johnny,
1: Johnny can...
0: Thinks, you know he can be he, he can't think straight. He can't take advice.
1: And it's some great character development because I feel like back in the day, Johnny would strike first there. definitely. So some great character development, and I love it. And that was a golden move from Johnny. That was a huge move because that kind of thwarted Crease's plan right there So then Daniel left. But then Chris grabbed his bag, and Mitch was like, where are you going? But he said that, hey, I never liked it here, and he left. So it's like f- friend versus friend now. Yeah. Okay? And I, and I even saw the younger brother of the ginger twins leave. So it's brother versus brother now, too. And a few other students left as well, and that was not part of Chris's plan. Okay? Yeah. Johnny backing down and the students leaving. That was not part of his plan. Johnny stood up as the music played. And the camera panned out. And we cut to black, y'all. And it was the end of the episode. And yeah, what did you think about that scene, Cole?
0: Well, uh, I can definitely understand Daniel's anger. Uh, I mean, I would be pretty angry as well you know, someone stole uh, my father figure's Medal of Honor, my sensei's Medal of Honor. But Johnny legitimately didn't know this happened. So, it, you know, it's just as much as a surprise to him as it is to, to Daniel, I guess, though he doesn't react that way. He has no idea what Daniel's talking about. Definitely all the work of Kreese. Uh, you you can tell he, he's been trying to orchestrate this. You, exactly, you're right. He wants... Johnny to attack Daniel. But we see Johnny uh, be the bigger man, which uh, he took Carmen's advice. Uh, Johnny can uh, be reasonable. And and luckily, like you said, it just completely destroyed Creese's Kreese, plans. I'm glad it did. I'm team Johnny, not team Crease.
1: I agree. That was a good move. And it, that's a great distinction because it seems like there are two different King Cobras right now. We got Kreese telling the other students what to do behind Johnny's back and really escalating the dojo war. I think this episode made it go officially on, and it's all in. Daniel was even there poaching some students, and a bunch of them left, so it seems like Miyagi-Do is about to get a whole bunch of new students maybe even out the numbers. Because right now there was only three against all those cobras. Co- Cobra Kai is not,
0: enough, you know, not not for everyone. Not everyone can be tough. Cool. Sometimes you gotta be a nerd and go to Miyagi-Do.
1: It's just a different way. It's not nerdy, <laughs> my man. It's not nerdy. It might be a better way, as you say. <laughs> Cobra Kai is definitely more flashy, and we saw that through the All Valley and all that stuff, and. It, Cobra Kai initially had the numbers and initially had way more students, but people are starting to see through that. People are starting to see that just like Miyagi-Do may seem nerdy on the outside. Things are not always what they seem, and you know that is true, Cole. So yes, it was a big win for Team Miyagi-Do tonight and today. Even though their dojo got trashed, I think they became closer knit as a unit through the mall fight and now they have the extra students so it's really going to even things out with the numbers i think that this dojo war is on officially now and there is a power struggle going on behind the scenes in the cobra kai dojo with johnny and crease and things are pretty interesting right cole yes Things are pretty interesting, and yes, what did you think about that episode as a whole?
0: I enjoyed it. Um, I, I liked uh, the lesson of going all in. Uh, I agree with that one. Sometimes, uh, not just in fighting, but uh, even with a, a goal or something. You know, if you're gonna, if you're really going to commit yourself to something, you gotta go all the way. But also. There's a caveat there. Not try not to overdo it. Sometimes you go too far and then you mess up even worse. That's that's true. Uh, also, I really like the uh, the uh, new relationship forming between uh, Tori and, and Miguel. I like uh, I like seeing the you know the goofy side of Miguel. I, I enjoyed the little video he tried to make for Sam. Also, uh, I think Tori was right probably about telling him to just delete that. Not sure, like you said, exactly what uh, what Tori's motive is behind trying to get with Miguel, but uh, I think it's a little bit of both of wanting to to she actually likes him a bit, and both wanting to get back at Sam. I'm interested to see where that goes, uh, and also with uh, Sam and Robbie, uh, some tension going on there, and uh, Robbie being a being smart about it, wanting to hold back. That's good on him. Uh, I do like the teen drama, man. You know, I'm 40. I'm a 40 year old man who likes teen drama. I say.
1: Oh, you know we love it. That's what we're (laughs) here for, folks, and you know it. It is a lot of teen drama. I totally agree with you.
0: When it comes to this show, anyway, I, I enjoy it.
1: Oh, I totally agree with you. That's what we're here for, folks. And, yes, I agree with you with the relationship. Very exciting between Miguel and Tori. Their first kiss scene was great. Yes, there is a lot of tension going on between Sam and Robbie. There's just so much going on. We, you kind of covered it earlier than what you were saying. I was probably going to just echo what you were saying. I also really liked Carmen's conversation with oh, John yeah. when she sobered him up. That was a really, really cool scene. But yes, the, the, the big takeaway, I think, is the, the power struggle that's going on behind the scenes in the Cobra Kai dojo. I think that's a really interesting Mm, stuff going on. I really think that's very interesting, and they play it really well with the writing. It's super unfortunate about the banana boat and the Medal of Honor. It is emotional stuff. They play that well, too. And yeah, I'm sad about the banana boat, but (laughs) we're going to fix it maybe here at the end. But yes, did you have any favorite lines or moments in that episode?
0: I like, I really did. I like the flashback, man, of, uh, of Daniel remembering uh, borrowing the car for the prom. Mm-hmm. I really liked that part a lot. I can't think of any of lines that really stood out that I liked the most in this one, to be honest. What about you?
1: I got to say, the flashbacks was great. You know, even Eli's flashback showing him how far he's come i did like how crease is sneaking in and yeah i think that's just super interesting how he's escalating the war i really liked how johnny de-escalated it in a way and then yeah it's just super interesting that miyagi-do got a lot of extra students and they yeah they chose to switch sides it was a big deal and yeah this episode made the Dojo War become official for me. And while that is going on, we have relationships happening, you guys. We had a really, really cool mall fight scene, which I liked, with the no shelter song playing and the running. It was a great call back there. When they used the wheel technique finally it was great. Yeah, it was a big win for Miyagi Do today. So we're gonna see how Cobra Kai responds to that next time. And yes, you have anything else to say about that episode, Cole?
0: I think no, I think we covered it.
1: I think we covered it too. And yes, I really appreciate your time, dude. I always have a super fun time talking to you about the episode and hearing what you think about things. And we really appreciate yeah, same here. The, yes, we really appreciate the listeners being here. We love you guys. Don't forget we have an email, never dies podcast at, at gmail and I'm thinking about getting an Instagram going, you guys. We have the soundboard going on. We're having a great time, so jump on board, y'all. And yes, we are going to go all the way to the end. and why are we going all the way, Cole?
0: Because the banana boats never
1: die <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, bye everyone. peace.) <laughs>
0: You want some more? Never say no to free marshmallows.